Hey guys, I'm Colin. Welcome to another episode of The Tightrope, the podcast where we take three to five minutes to see and embrace the opportunities that are embedded right here in the midst of our busy lives. These opportunities are meant to help us move toward heaven. I'm not here to help you achieve balance once and for all in your life. I'm here to share stories about how life is a constant balancing act, and it's a balancing act with a destination. Finding a productive way to dialogue with family members who have left the church, who have different opinions about faith, and who are pretty strongly aligned with some alternate way of thinking. How about when that family member happens to be a parent? But how about when that family member happens to be uh, an ex-priest, or to put it properly, a laicized priest, who's left the Catholic Church, become a Jehovah's Witness, and has done so two months before getting open-heart surgery and is now refusing to get a blood transfusion. It was a few years ago, and my dad recovered from a stroke and did so very well. And in the midst of his recovery, he befriended a guy who was coming to his door and coming to his door to read the Bible with him, which so far so good, right? Well, his friend was a Jehovah's Witness. And in the course of two, three, four months, my dad was reading scripture with this Jehovah's Witness, and his entire way of looking at the world was being reoriented. I was talking to my dad on a weekly, sometimes bi-weekly basis, and I noticed that our conversations were getting more and more small talky. We were talking about the weather and maybe a little bit about how the kids were doing, but there was definitely a wall that went up. I had no idea what was occurring until somebody, a mutual friend, tipped me off that, that my dad was spending more and more time with this Jehovah's Witness friend, had been going to Kingdom Hall, and had even hinted to them that when he went in for his surgery, he would not be accepting a blood transfusion. Um, so I, I tried to, to bait him into conversation. Eventually, he he let it come out that he was on in the process of preparing for Jehovah's Witness baptism. He told me it was the first time that he'd really read scripture. Now, here you go. Once again, laicized Catholic priest tells you something about the importance of scripture study. And his conclusions had led him to rejecting the idea of Christ's divinity and the Trinity and all sorts of things. I freaked out. And I went, into full-fledged apologetics mode, and and I, I went into scripture, and he was just completely closed off, tempers flared, and we had a very unproductive conversation. I did everything that I would now advise you not to do. Um, while it is important that we do dialogue with our family members and aren't afraid to have those disagreements, there's a time and a place and a tone where that's going to be productive. Luckily, um, because my my dad is uh, a pretty a pretty calm individual. We were able to to talk after that, and I was able to 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 maybe go back to some of that small talky stuff, which which can be helpful from time to time. And we started to reforge a bit of a relationship. But the blood transfusion thing came up, and I'll flash forward to our conversation with the anesthesiologist. There's my dad laid out on a hospital bed, or moving toward toward surgery. Um, the anesthesiologist comes in the room, takes a one look at the bracelet on my dad's hand that said no blood transfusions and, and tells him that, that you've taken away my greatest life-saving tool. You realize that. And then he tells him, you realize that today you might die for what you believe. And my dad looked him in the eyes and he looked at me and he said, you know, there's nothing I would be more willing to die for than for my faith in God. And then they wheeled him off into surgery I prayed rosaries, I reflected a lot, and and here was one great glimmer of hope that I had. Even if my dad was wildly wrong in his interpretation of scripture, I thought that there was perhaps some element where God's grace was still working, that he was willing to die for what he thought God wanted him to do. 
Um, of course, again, this is why good scriptural study is so important because God in no way, shape or form demands us to refuse blood transfusions. But being convinced of this, he was willing to die for his faith in God. I thought, okay, well, there, there's perhaps something here. So I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and I'm happy to report that he came out of his surgery and woke up and is doing pretty well to this day. Um, and, and I've kind of just discovered this, that when it comes to family members who have wildly different beliefs than us, um, we have to maintain a relationship of, of charity and love, and we have to look for the opportunities to have productive conversation. And I just want to give you three quick things to think about as we move along. Um, in all things charity, in all things charity, it's so important that when we have wildly different opinions, um, and more than opinions, when we're talking about our faith, when we have, have a, a duty to proclaim the truth, that we do so in love. Um, easier said than done, but that's the tension and the balance. Number two, I would say to you to, to continue to foster a relationship and to, to do so um, in a way that, that celebrates the things you have in common. The third thing, the most important thing, is to pray, pray, pray. Pray for your family members who left the church or outside the church or who are inside the church but are just kind of half sitting in the fence, eating from the Catholic cafeteria one dish at a time. Um, in all things love, in all things charity. So for Ascension, I'm Colin McIver, reminding you to take another step forward on your tightrope. <laughs>